0: This is the Old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, the Old Trailblazer, riding out on old Dan, blazing the path to the hearts of sinners. Now, I mentioned yesterday in our service to be more concerned about the souls of men and also to be true to your soul and to not compromise God's word. Oh, we, have a, we live in a compromising world where hardly anyone uh, is true to the souls of men. I see television preachers and radio preachers and televangelists And I see them with all their palaver, I call it, a bunch of junk, but they don't get down to where we live. And I asked you today, are you saved? Does your preacher ever ask you if you're saved? The greatest thing in this life is to be saved, my friend, is to be saved. I'm bringing a message tomorrow in our Sunday services here. I make these messages lots of times on Saturday, but I bring a message on Sunday. Why did Christ come to this earth? Do you know why? Could you tell me, Mother? Mother, can you tell me why, why Christ came here? Dad, can you tell me? You children, you teenagers, can you tell me why Christ came here? I'll tell you before the broadcast goes off. But we're looking at this study on the queen of the home, the mother. And I mentioned in our last study that all of these messages are on CDs. We put five 15-minute messages on a CD. I offered them for $1 per CD plus postage. And uh, get them and give them to your family, your children, your grown grandchildren, and, and, and to your neighbor across the, the back fence. If you do that, call me. I'll be glad to send them to you. But we're looking at the woman, the queen of the home. And uh, I mention this, that there's no character that's as beautiful and adorable as a wife who takes her place in the home as the queen of her household. Isn't that great? Isn't that a great statement? She takes her place as the queen of the home. Let's notice that wife in the home as a queen. Let's look at First Peter 3. Likewise, wives, be in subjection to your own husband, that if any obey not the word, they also may be without the word, be won by the conversation of the wives, while they behold your chaste conversation or your behavior. Couple with fear. Now, my friend, let me let me look at that expression. Your chaste behavior with fear—that's the adorning of a queen, my friend. Yes, when you find a wife or the mother in her home, you find one who knows the Lord, has been de- delivered from this present evil world, washed in the blood, and the Lord has saved her, and. Now with that chaste behavior, you know, it's just, it's just, it's just what it says. It's chaste behavior, not contentious, not high tempered, brawling, quarrelsome, but with quietness and calmness of walking in the fear of the Lord. Now, she's the queen of that home, isn't she? She is. She rules that house. I'm not talking about with an iron, iron fist. No. Now, let's go on, looking a little further. Who's adorning? Now, this is instructions for our hearts. Who's adorning? Who's apparel? Let it not be that uh, adorning of plaiting of the hair and the wearing of gold or putting on of apparel. Here we told how the wife should not adorn or beautify herself, that is, she should not plait her hair. Maybe you didn't know, my friend, that the plaiting of the hair in those days when our Lord was on this earth was a sign of harlotry. If a woman walked down the street with plaited hair in those days, it was an open sign that she was a harlot. Yes, a public harlot. Then he goes on to say, not wearing of gold and putting on of apparel. No woman should dress Slouchily, I don't believe that. No, but she should not overdo or overdress by wearing of costly jewels and gems garments and furs. No, no, that tends to puff up the flesh, my friend. Don't you like to see a woman dress decently? I tell you, this day we're living in, and I'm sure you know more about it than I do, I see our young women especially, in the malls, sometime when I go to the mall with my wife, or even on the street, I see our young girls with their low-cut dresses on, where their their flesh is showing, without almost without regard to what they look like, and then with the short skirts and uh, mini skirts, so to speak, and those short things, they're just they're just not they're just not pretty, my friend. They're just vulgar, it's vulgar. Oh, I know how how depraved man loves to watch you you be in a you be in a doctor's office, and one of those girls come in with dress like that with her breast showing and her skirt tail up over whatever, and you see the men in that office or in that room you see their their directly their their, their eyes shift there and can't take their eyes off of that. My friend, did you know the woman is sinning? Did you know that's a sin to cause another a person to sin? But my friend, it's almost it's almost without restraint now. I know I know what human nature is. I know what uh, the old corrupt heart does. It loves sin. It loves that the lust of the flesh. It does, my friend. But I'm asking you, if you're girls, mother, mother, certainly you don't dress like that, do you? I see the, the celebrities dressing now to where their, their, their blouse is open all the way down to their belly hole. I see those things in the magazines and on the news. I see those things. But, my friend, it's not right. The Lord, the Lord doesn't approve of that. You say, well, Trailblazer, you're just a foggy- eyed old fool. That's the way it is. I know that, my friend. I know that. I know that's the way it is. But if the Lord will rescue one of your daughters or your daughter From that, my friend, and I'm not talking about uh, wearing your dress down to your ankles and your dress buttoned up in the neck. So I'm not I'm not being overboard, my friend. I'm just being, as the Lord says, modestly dressed modestly, my friend. Oh, listen, listen. And uh, all of that uh, extra jewelry and extra is more more, over the overboard. That's what I'm trying to say. It's overboard. It's out of order. It draws attention. It draws attention. But listen, listen. If a woman walked out on the street back those days with her hair plaited and hanging down, it was a sign that she was a public harlot. He goes on to say, not wearing of gold and putting on of a pair. No woman should dress slouchily. I'm I'm a firm believer that dress, oftentimes dress, makes a woman beautiful. I do. She might be the homeless woman in the world. But if she's dressed nicely and, and conducts herself nicely and has her hair uh, fixed nicely, my friend, I tell you, it makes her. Oh, it makes her. Now, it tends to puff up the flesh, all of those things do, and make that person proud, puts them in a class by themselves, and makes one feel like she's better than somebody else. Oh, my friend, dress neatly and plainly for the glory of the Lord. And then over in First Timothy, The letter that Paul wrote to Timothy, he says it like this. In like manner also that women adorn or beautify themselves in modest apparel. In modest apparel. There's our our, our point this morning. Modest, my friend. You know what modest is? It's modest. It's not extravagant. It's not draws attention to your dress. Oh, but listen. Listen, modest apparel with shamefacedness and sobriety. did you know you don't have to have you don't have to be drunk on 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 liquor to be drunk? Some folks get drunk over the the, the way they're dressed and the way they they carry themselves. they just carry on they, they're not conscious of the fact that they're making a fool out of themselves and and then it says costly array which becometh women." He says, "Not do that, costly array which professing godliness with good works." Let me read that. Let me read that whole verse over again. You might have not got it. In like manner, the women beautify themselves with modest apparel, with shamefacedness and sobriety, not with braided hair, or gold, or pearls, or costly array, but which becometh women professing godliness with good works. Wear what becometh godly women, my friend. The Lord, the Lord teach you how to dress. Mothers, are you teaching your children how to dress? Those little girls coming up, are you teaching those how to dress? And you young boys too, I'm not going to leave you out. I know here, and especially when we were in New Orleans, the young men that you saw in the street, somehow or another they got into some sort of fashion that they let their trousers hang down below their behind. And they let the underwear show, and oftentimes the the other parts show, and they walked around with one hand holding their pants up. That's right. They couldn't do a day's work; the pants would fall down. My my dad, you let your your son do that? I talked to a school teacher in New Orleans. She was a a high school t- teacher. She said she was the only teacher in her school that would not let those boys come into her class with their trousers hanging down behind in there below there, behind she said they had to come out go back out in the hall pull their breeches up tighten their belt up and come back in i said thank you lord lady thank you lady for being for being true to those boys i know that's very little that she did for them but my friend i saw a little four-year-old boy next door to the church there one one morning one saturday morning in the, in the laundromat that was there next to the church a little four-year-old boy had his pants hanging down. He could hardly hang. They were almost down to his knees, and he was so proud because he was mimicking the big boys, the drug dealers, the, the thugs. Oh, but my friend, listen, listen, we're going to be held responsible. Dad, you're going to be held responsible if you let your boy do that. Mother, you're going you're gonna to be responsible. If your girl goes to hell, you're going to be responsible for it. You said, Treble, you, you sure? I'm telling you, my friend, the scripture says, bring them up in the nurture and the admonition of the Lord. You think the Lord approves of that kind of dress? You say, where are you going to see? don't know. I'm not. I'm just as kind and gentle as I know how, because I know where it leads, my friend. It leads to thuggery. It leads, in the boys especially, they hang out on the corner, about eight or ten of them, each one of them holding their breeches up with one hand and Smoking uh, something on the other with the other hand and uh, waiting for something to come by that they might get into, my friend. I know, I know what corruption leads to. I know what environment leads to. I know those things. But my friend, we're talking about the ladies today, the girls. Oh, the girls, my friend. My friend, I have two girls, grown girls, and they dress appropriately. They do. They knew their daddy wouldn't allow them to do it in wise like that when they were coming up. And when you bend them and train them. Like they're supposed to be, they don't get away from it. No, they've grown and got children of their own now. But the old trailblazer is going to keep being true to your soul if it takes a hide off. Maybe you don't appreciate nothing I'm saying, but my friend, uh, one day, one day you will. Oh, the Lord would take something home to your heart. Mother, the queen of the home, sets the, sets the course, sets the, 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 the criteria b- ahead of them by not wearing those outlandish things that that the girls see you wear. But the Old Trailblazer, remember my mailing address, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. May God bless you. Goodbye. If you missed part of today's broadcast or would like a recording, the Old Trailblazer broadcast is now available for download to your phone, to your iPad, or computer via podcast. Find out more about our podcast by visiting our website at radiomissions.org. That's radiomissions.org.